Hi, this is Tina Black, and this is the B-Series Podcast. Today, we'll be exploring untold stories of transformation and leadership. We hope you'll subscribe and check out the B-Books and send us your stories of transformation after listening. Today, I want to spend a little time with you and show you why you should reflect on year end and plan out the next year because I feel like it really gives you a new slate and new opportunities to really, really be intentional about reaching your goals. And I don't know about you, but I absolutely love doing dream boards or what we call vision boards. And we do this in all of our companies. I, I do a personal one. And then now I'm doing one for each of my businesses, one for my school businesses and one for my salon businesses because I have different visions and different dreams for both of those companies. And I just want to encourage you to do that. Uh, one of the things that I teach in my online masterminds, How to Be a Planner, which is one of my latest books out there. It's not only teaching you how to plan, but it also is a planner. And I love planners. I've spent years buying every planner known to man. And then I realized that not one of them fit me. So I said, you know what, I'm just going to create my own. And I've had a lot of really, really great feedback from this planner. And you can purchase it from my website if you want a signed copy, Tina black.net or you can purchase it on amazon.com as well and and so one of the things that I teach in my online masterminds is to create a dream board or vision board and so I always say the last three months of the year start collecting pictures words quotes from magazines make your own um, on the goals that you want to reach and then during the last few weeks of the year which I've been doing and I'm pretty much complete with all of my vision boards is go ahead and paste or staple your quotes, pictures, and words onto your uh, pasteboard or even a wall. I actually challenged a salon manager to use an entire wall as her vision board and she did. She took the challenge and she had a lot of fun with it. It was fun to go over that with her. And And if you do sign up for one of my mas masterminds and you want a personal reading of that vision board, it's really fun to do. I learned it from my coach, Mary Burlingame, and it's super fun to be able to do that with you because it always, always seems to fit 99% of the time when I do that. It's really fun. And after you create that vision board and you set your goals, then normally what I'll do is uh, go ahead and build my personal development plan. And that's actually in my book, Be a Planner. And I write down basically what all my goals are from my vision board. And then I write down why do I want that to be a goal and then I put down when do I want to achieve it, and then I put down how will I do it exactly. And that's the most important thing right now that I just want to challenge you on is to come up with a personal development plan, a growth plan to be able to hit those goals. And most likely, all of those goals are gonna have to be hit by really, really studying leadership principles and really studying growth uh, personal growth principles. And that's why I do the online masterminds. And one of my partners is with Sean Chido. And we do that for salon 
owners and salon managers. And then I have another partner that I do online masterminds with, Amy Van Slambrook, and we do a lot of really incredible masterminds for any entrepreneur, any person that really wants to grow their selves or their business. And we have all walks of life on that, men and women, and it's been a lot, a lot of fun. We've been doing that quite for a couple of years now. So I encourage you to sign up for one of those too, because it's a lot of group um, group sharing. It's a mastermind where uh, people share their goals and we get really, really deep and peel away a lot of layers. And then on the one that I do with Sean Chido, we have incredible guest speakers in the industry that really share some really tried and true advice that they give us in the business. And it's really fun to be able to grow with that as well. And so that's one of the ways that I grow through my uh, development plan to hit my goals. But another way is I'm a John Maxwell coach. So twice a year, I go to the John Maxwell events and pick up new, incredible ideas that really take me to that next level. And then we have an online platform. And so part of my goal this year is to make sure I can jump onto that online platform at least an hour a month and set aside some time to really study the principles. I'm at also a, a member of the Entre Leadership All Access Coaching and making sure I set aside an hour each month to be able to go through that all access coaching as well to pick up new ideas to be able to help take my companies to another level. And then also in the Be a Planner book, I have a year in review and it helps you to really plan out your entire year and to really reflect. I think it's really important to reflect back. And and the cool thing about the Be a Planner, it actually is a book that will cover your entire year. So all you have to do by year end is go ahead and peruse through your planner and see some of the great things that happen in your life. And on it, you have in the book, the very front pages is the actual month in review. So you can put your big rocks that I like to call it, the most important dates that you have that you can't miss, that I take really from my Google calendar and I plant those down. There's something about writing things from pen to paper and remembering things as well. And then inside of the Be A Planner is a day-by-day play from 8 a.m. until 8 p.m. basically every 15-minute increments of putting down exactly what I need to accomplish those days. And then uh, you can also do a daily review, daily reflection, and I call it the Power Hour Worksheet. And this is really awesome because I'll write in the morning. I usually spend about an hour each morning planning my day, planning my weeks. And and on the daily task, it has a daily task list, the most important tasks that I need to take care of. And I like to call it eat frogs first and go through uh, the hardest things, the things I don't want to do. Those are the frogs. And I put those down on my task list. And then I write out my prayers. Um, And then it's cool at the end of the year to be able to look back and see what prayers were answered. And it's just so fun to be able to watch that. And then each day I put down my priorities because it's not about time management. It's about priority management. So what are my most important tasks that I need to complete to get closer to my goals on my vision boards especially? And then reflecting 
exactly uh, what has happened or transpired in my thought process. And I like to call that raw, R-A-W, to get really raw with myself. And, and so the R would stand for reflection, you know, what's really in my heart that day. And then the A stands for analyze. Where did that come from? What's happening on my heart? Where did it come from? And then uh, W stands for word. What affirmation that I could take that day to be able to move forward so that I'm not staying stuck in a negativity or frustration. And then I also write down uh, every day what I'm grateful for. And then by the end of the day, uh, I have a 10-minute reflection. And it's really cool because this is great for your yearly review to be able to see some of the moments that you want to remember so that you can look back and, and see the really awesome things that happened over your year. And then different things that I want to explore further and then events or, or stories out in the world that really caught my attention as well. And then what I'll do every single week, I have a peak performance weekly questions that I ask myself and I share it with my accountability buddy, which is Sean Chido. I, I share my week with him and he shares his week with me. And, and so number one is what's most important? What are my weekly focuses? And then number two what are my wins? One to three major accomplishments of that week. And then what are the losses? One to three areas of commitments that I failed on. And then how will I fix it? What will I do each that next week to ensure it doesn't happen again? And then number five is the ahas, the greatest learning experiences throughout the week. And, and then number six, which is the most important, is soliciting needed feedback from each other to really hold each other accountable. And then each month, what I'll do is I'll go through uh, what is my priorities. Again, it's not about time management. It's about priority management. So what priorities do I want to complete for that month to get closer to my goal? Of course, looking at that vision board, keeping that eye and that focus on the vision board. And so I list my priorities. What are what would signs of success look like? And who can help me? Who are the creative masters that can help me to complete those tasks? And who can I delegate it to? And I'm all about making sure you have people around you. Even if you're a one-man show, I highly recommend that you get an assistant. Maybe it's an online assistant, a virtual assistant. I have two to three virtual assistants that I utilize that really, really help me uh, through all of my processes, all of my businesses that I own that I really, really absolutely love because it's all part of my mission. And on my vision board, it says I am a missionpreneur. And I believe that I'm not an entrepreneur, but I'm a missionpreneur that everything I do leans toward that's exactly what I'm destined to do. And what I'm supposed to be about to be able to help change lives and everything I do that I say yes to, if it's not going to change someone's life, I do not say yes to it to be able to say yes to the very best. And that's my goal this year is to make sure I say yes to the best because I know I want to be fully available to my grandson and um, future grandchildren as well too. And And what's cool about this is really every single year, 
when I do this, a word pops in my mind for the year. So instead of set, setting up, um, you know, yearly uh, goals, I also have one word for the year that takes me through the year. And it really makes me focus on that word. And, and I always challenge my teams to do the same thing because New Year's resolutions never stick, right? Uh, but that one word and not just a good word, but a God word, as John Gordon states. He has a great book that actually teaches you why you should have a God word for the year. And, and John Maxwell, he always has one word for the year as well. And it's just really neat how it just shows up in your life over that entire year and really helps to shift and change your mindset. My word this year is new uh, because I know that God's going to give me a new mindset, new intention, and new results. And I really know that um, I'm going to be able to release the full me this year. And I know that uh, he's going to show up big time in my life to make that happen. And and just to give you an idea of why it's important to do a year in review, I'm going to give you some of the questions. So if you want to jot them down and, and start filling this out, because it's going to really help you to prepare for the new year and help to prepare you to have that God word for the year too. Trust me, when you start filling out these questions, asking yourself powerful questions, all of a sudden that word is going to show up. And so number one is 10 of the greatest happenings from this past year that you had. What are 10 of some of the greatest happenings that happened to you? Number two, uh, what are you most proud of? So three accomplishments from this past year. What are you most proud of? And then number three, what are three of the greatest lessons that you learned from this past year? What are three of the greatest lessons? Number four is what are three personal improvements that you've made in the past year? What are three personal improvements that you've made? And then number five, if I could go back and do it again, I would do these three things differently. Last year, if I could go back and do it again, I would do these three things differently from last year. And then number six, the greatest influences, the products, the people, viewpoints, or others on me in the last year. And I have actually six more questions. It's listed in my book, Be a Planner, uh, to really help you to stay focused and to reflect on the year and so hopefully this will get you started and get the juices flowing in your mindset so that you can set new intentions new results for the year 2020 and and i love it that it's 2020 because i think of 2020 vision right it's that perfect year that i believe that god's promises are going to be yes for you this next year and i'm very excited to hear what's going to happen uh, to you this next year. So please, please, please message me and, and send me a message. Let me know what your word is for the year. I would love to hear more from you. Sign up for my leadership blogs because I share a little bit of tidbits from my podcasts that I'm doing that you're listening to and also give you an incredible challenge. So if you go to tinablack.net, you can go ahead and sign up for those leadership blogs. And if there's any things that you want me to share on those blogs or anything that you want me to share in a podcast, someone that you know that I need to interview, maybe it's you. Why should I interview you? What transformation has happened to you? What are some untold stories that people need to know? I believe everyone has a story. Everyone has something that they can do to help change and shift 
someone's life. So thank you so much. And I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to send us your stories of transformation through www.tinablack.net. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to give it a rating and subscribe. See you next time.